you're going to get annoyed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Bloody Bizarre Podcast. This is take... Fucking thousand. Yeah. Patchy, lie down, please. Patchy, go lay down. Yeah, we've, we've had to try and record this like five times because babies and dogs keep interrupting. Yeah. Welcome. My name's Emma. I'm Sarah. Thank you to our new listeners. Um, I have, I did say this in one of the earlier takes, uh, but we've got 33%, 32% extra listeners on last month. Does it tell you where they're from? I can see like who, um, like areas where that haven't been listening before that are listening now. Ooh, where? I haven't looked into that. Please do. I'd be interested to know. Okay. Because before it was mainly America, hey? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd like to see if like a certain country has... Oh, actually Belgium shot right up. After you went to Belgium? Yeah. <laughs> I, like I have vague your, memories of telling people to listen. Yeah, so. your guerrilla advertising yeah. worked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you just like literally go to people and be like, hey, listen to this podcast? Yeah, yeah. Well, yep. 33%. Um, but that was a while ago, so I don't think that's this 33, 33%. Maybe they've only just gotten around to it. You tell me to listen to songs and podcasts and stuff, and then like two months later I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, have you heard this new song? <laughs> yeah, I do do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so yeah thanks for listening and um we need to give nicholas a shout out yeah thanks nick for being our 100th instagram follower <laughs> he was so upset that you didn't call him out chat like, shout him out when that happened <laughs> i did notice it though and i i told you i took a screenshot of it so he I've said got- he was he was checking every day to see the numbers so that he could be the hundred <laughs> So he was holding out. On yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I did ask you before if you've gotten any feedback from people about things that we should do differently or things that they no. like. Nobody's going to tell you. Like, no, no one's going to be like, oh, I hated this. Oh, Nick said he, he hated the elevator one, but he like hated the concept. Like he, he didn't hate us talking about it. He just hated. He the, thought it was stupid. Yeah. 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 That's Which I'm fair sure enough. a lot of people did. I, th- I think a lot of people are probably on the same page. Yeah. Um, I know Meigs prefers the true crime ones. Oh, yeah. 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 But some people like the weird paranormal ones. Yeah. Yeah. No one's. <laughs> no, hey, no one's attacking you. <laughs> um, I did say that I'd like people to start doing reviews. Oh yeah. Oh, I did notice. This is a this is on a, a note that I need to chastise some listeners. We've gone down from five stars right, average rating to four point eight. Somebody's given us like a zero. Well, I don't think so because there's not, not that many reviews. So someone was probably given us like a three star or like a four star. I mean, I'm okay with that. But if you're gonna do that, <laughs> <laughs> don't. No. <laughs> Well, that's fine if you can do that, but message and say what we could do to earn earn those extra stars from you. <laughs> we'll never stop trying. Yeah, I need to know. I'm a perfectionist. Um, I'm not. <laughs> is there anything else at the top that you wanted to discuss? Um, no, I'm back from Japan. You're back from Canberra. Uh, I'm going to Sydney next month. We're putting in some miles, this great globe of ours. Well, mine's only been Australia. It's not that fun. Yeah, Japan was cool. I've got a whole backlog of uh, Japanese stuff I want to talk about now, but I'll save that for later episodes. I don't suppose you were taking one for the team and telling Japanese people to listen to the pod? No, because there was also a language barrier. So I was There's like, no excuse. There's a language barrier in Belgium too. I really should have taken like um, some stickers or merch or something yeah. that I could have put in. Put yeah, you, yeah, that's, that's your know. fault. <laughs> You that's, didn't take that, stuff that's to Canberra. That's your bad. You didn't take stuff to Canberra. I was lobbying 
take take stuff to part give it to the politicians <laughs> <Give it to laughs> elbow <laughs> Hello, Give. Mr. Prime Minister. Lovely to meet you. Before we dive in, uh, get your Albanese selfie and get him to wear a bloody bizarre podcast shirt. I bet he would. He would too. He's he's a good sport. But he'd be like, I, I don't like the swears or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. I hope this isn't this isn't going to get turned around and made into something. Is it? <laughs> yes, probably, Mr. <laughs> Albanese. Yeah. I saw this thing the other day where, um, cause you know how they always try and get the photo of them eating the, the, um, sausage, yeah. like sausage chisel. Yeah. Yeah. He was like hiding from the cameras. He was like, you're not going to get the sausage shot. And like, <laughs> and then one of his staffers was like, do you want me to stand in front of you? And he was like, yeah, yeah. Stand in front of me. <laughs> they still got it. They got yeah. the shot. They yeah. got the sausage shot. Yeah. Um, was it Tony Abbott who ate one sideways? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was him. Yeah. The fuck. Also, doesn't he eat onions like apples? Was that him as well? I'm pretty sure. I've got both of those. Uh, illustrious women's leader. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking no good. Not anymore. No. Get out of here. Anyway, yeah. I think we can um, probably jump in. Yeah, all right. Because uh, I really want to hear yours. I don't want you to go home before you tell me your story. It's already 8.30 p.m. and we know that is well past So my early. It's a public holiday. <laughs> it's like a long weekend. Let's open these, hey? Yeah, they're yummy. Yeah. Um, I bought Emma some Japanese snacks back. I can't even tell you guys the name of what we're eating because it's yeah. all in Japanese. But They're like little noodles. Kind of little, little dry noodles. Little dry noodles. They're real good. They're very yummy. They're like kind of spicy. Anyway, I'll tell you what I'm talking about today. All right. I am going to tell you about Black Mountain. Now, you will recall that Black when, Mountain. when you told me that I was doing Black Mountain because I forgot... I was surprised. Yes, I do remember that you did not know that you were doing this story. Because this is one that I heard about when I was a kid. Pop told me about this. And I remember thinking it was weird then. And then I saw something about it recently and I was like, oh, I'm going to do that on the podcast. And so I wrote it down and I didn't research it at all. So I didn't know anything about it. I just knew like pretty much that Pop had told me that it was like this weird mountain. Okay. And that's about it. Okay. So I'm going to tell you my sources first and then we'll crack in. All right. I know absolutely nothing about this one. I knew very little too, but it's interesting. Okay. My sources are Wikipedia, parks.des.queensland.gov.au, ninenews.com.au, the article Black Mountain, the little known landmark dubbed Queensland's Bermuda Triangle. Oh, atlasobscura.com abc.net the article it'll haunt you forever traditional owners warn climbers of perils of entering fnq's bermuda triangle by brendan mountner mounter and adam stephen and astonishinglegends.com all right a few little hints in there yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah. um i'm gonna i'm gonna say right now that this is gonna be one that we're gonna add to the list of places we need to go to and we'll climb it I'm not climbing this one. I think you'll, once I tell you about this, you'll agree that it's best culturally not to climb it. Oh, like to be sensitive. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you fucking racist. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you about okay. it. You obviously, you obviously don't know about it. Okay, um, yeah. <laughs> so Black Mountain is, it's also known as Kalkajaka. 
I'm going to like use those two names interchangeably. Black Mountain is what most people like. That's its official name. But Kalkajaka is obviously the Aboriginal name. Okay. And so like it probably should just be called Kalkajaka. But anyway, um, the closest town is Cooktown. That's 25 kilometers north of these mountains. And And this is in far north Queensland. Yeah. And the whole like um, national park that it's in covers 1900 acres. The mountain is comprised of black granite boulders and it's covered in this um, like blue-green algae, which makes it look really, really dark black. Some of the boulders are like the size of houses and they've got super deep crevices in between. Oh, wow. So it's actually technically not really a mountain. It's a like an outcrop pile of boulders yeah and it's a really really interesting place just scientifically geographically because because of a few things one of the things about this place is there are three species of animal that are only found at black mountain it's like quokkas on rottenness yeah but imagine three and in a much smaller space and like on the mainland yeah yeah so there's a skink, a frog, and a gecko. And on, on top of that, there's some unusual plants in the area, some that haven't even been identified. You know what I also bet is up there? What? Yeti. Oh, yeah, that's, we sorry. that's where he's hiding out. Yeah. Sure, that's not even a theory. I've got some out there theories about I this place. I bet you do. But the Yowies is not on there. So we'll add it to the list. Yeah. Yeah. So it's take any weird stuff out of it. It's... For biologists and stuff, it's a really, really interesting place. I yeah. can't think of many other places <clears throat> where there's like three species of animal only in um, that one little spot. I think uh, – what was I listening to recently? I think I was listening to the Red-Handed Pod and they were talking about the uh, – they were talking about Papua New Guinea and how some of the tribes are so isolated that they have evolved separately from humans or something like that. It's something like that. I, I don't know if that's actually correct, but it's something like that. And they were saying that's why anthropologists are so interested in Papua New Guinea. Wow. Yeah, because so it's like, so remote. There's like um, certain features that those people are developing. That I think so. Kalkajaka means place of the spear. The mountain is particularly culturally significant to the east Kuku Yalanji people. I believe in the dreaming stories, and like I'm not a hundred percent sure. I know that certain dreaming stories are not meant to be like openly discussed, but I did read this in a few places, so I think that it is okay for me to. You should you should explain what dream time stories. So um, so for people who aren't from Australia, um the indigenous people australian aboriginals have dreaming stories which are like um kind of like law of how things were born and made and like yeah like different things in nature so a river might be a story about a snake and and things like that so in the dream time stories it's well there's a couple of stories about this place but one of them was that it uh, was said to be the place of the last battle between the white and black cockatoos <gasps> another story i read was that two brothers were after the same girl and they were fighting over her and so they were throwing stones at each other which made the like the mountain of boulders mm-hmm over the centuries, it said that it was also uh, keeping in mind that Aboriginal people have lived in Australia for 40,000 years, yep. so <laughs> oldest living culture. So <laughs> there's um, obviously a lot of history. So over the centuries, it said that it was also a place where different clans would fight. Um, and many Aboriginal people are said to have died there over the, you know. Yeah. I'm just thinking about the description you told me of like, 
like uh, little like uh, crevices and it's not little imagine boulders the size of houses okay all stacked up on each other crevices bits and pieces i imagine it would be a good location for like a paintball battle horrific well, he said so dangerous. He said fighting, and so I was like, imagine. Like you said battles, and I was like, oh yeah, all right. Now I'm imagining like a battle there in modern times, and how I would be involved in that, and it would be like laser tag or paintball. You would t- take like two steps and fall down a crevice. I would. I'm very good on my feet. <laughs> uh, mountain goat. The, yeah, the Capricorn in you. Exactly. Just try and knock me over. <laughs> So there are apparently four sites on the mountain of particular note, of particular cultural significance. So there's Jibanu. I'm going to apologize for some of these pronunciations. I I tried to look up as many as I could, but, you know, I've forgotten. I'm dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jibanu, which is a large kangaroo-shaped rock. Bamba, I think, where cockatoos gather. Oh, cute. Kambi. Kambi. You know what I say about cockatoos? What? They're naughty. Well, cockatoos and galahs. I say not all naughty birds are galahs, but all galahs are naughty birds. Yeah, and that's so true. It is so true. Remember when you were sick and one kept dropping a nut on you? Uh, yeah, it's, it's scouts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do. Yeah, <laughs> of course I do. Then there's uh, Ambi, which is a cave and a taboo place at the foot of the mountain known as Yermbal. So when European colonists came to the area, they were warned about the mountain by the local Aboriginal people, but many didn't heed their warnings, obviously. That's, that's about right. Many of these people... Send them up there. Well, yeah, yeah. I know. They like, sh- you know what you should explore. They, they should have been like, you know what? You should all go. Yeah. <laughs> Gather everyone. So many of these people went to the mountain and were never seen again. And thus the legend... Good riddance. Yeah. So then obviously on top of the Aboriginal stories about the mountain, European colonists started telling their own stories. So I think it's important to note that climbing Black Mountain is akin to climbing Uluru in terms of like the cultural oh, significance okay. of it. Okay. So people still do it, but don't do it. If Look, if, if it's a culturally significant place and the Aboriginal people say don't climb it, then just don't climb it. So what's it all about? Some people have dubbed Black Mountain Queensland's Bermuda Triangle because of how many people and animals have disappeared there without a trace. Animals. It's said that if you go to the mountain, there's no guarantee you'll return. Well, that's, you can say that about anything. Me going home tonight, there's no guarantee that I'll ever see you again. Yeah, but the difference is that people don't generally constantly go missing driving from my suburb to your suburb. I'm not going to do it, but... You you would go missing on purpose just to, like, prove me wrong. (laughs) I was going to say, I'm not going to do it, but I would like to climb this mountain. Prove you wrong. Well, I think you'll find that there are non-paranormal explanations for why people keep going missing. Yeah, there's, like, dikes everywhere. So it's not going to prove me wrong. I would go, she fell down a crevice and died. All right, I've got some stories for you about some people who have gone missing there. Okay. So around 1800, this is one of the first notable European disappearances attributed to the mountain. The person who went missing was Sugarfoot Jack. (laughs) Hey, Hey, Sugarfoot. Sugarfoot. Is that too niche? Will people get yeah, that? Uh, it probably is a little bit too niche, yeah. That's um, for Arrested Development. Michael Bluth is trying to fit in with the old man. <laughs> um, so him and his accomplices fled to the mountain after a shootout and were never seen again. In 1872, a courier went to the mountain searching for a stray calf. Him, his horse and the calf all went missing. In 1882, two cattlemen go missing. 
police were sent to search Hang on, for can them. you just tell me those three dates, those three years? 1800, 1872. And... There's a 72-year gap between those two. That doesn't seem like people are constantly going missing. Yeah, but there. remember, it's the 1800s. It's not, like, particularly Age great information. record-keeping. Yeah. Okay. In 1882, two cattlemen go missing. Police were sent to search for them. One of the officers went missing while the other returned, quote, completely unhinged and unable to provide a coherent report. In 1890, a fugitive was said to be hiding out in a cave at Black Mountain. A constable went inside the cave to search for him and, according to those present, never came out. In 1892, prospector James Wren vanished at the mountain. In 1920, a couple of people decided that they were going to solve the mystery of the disappearances at Black Mountain and went missing themselves, <laughs> <laughs> along with a few trackers who were sent to look for them. <laughs> In 1928, prospector Q Packer went missing at the mountain and he was later found dead next to his rifle, seemingly having shot himself in the head. In 1932, a traveller called Harry Page went hiking up the mountain only to be found dead from unknown causes. Now, it seems like people finally got the message and largely stopped going to Black Mountain, but there are... Until 2023 when Emma <laughs> embarks. <laughs> there are still some people that do. Yeah. Um, a few people have gone camping or hiked there and a few people have returned with some strange stories. Okay. I bet I'm going to hear them. This is one example. A kid went camping there and um, has since said that he knew he shouldn't have. So he knew that he wasn't... This was a bad idea. Uh, How next, old is this kid? I don't know. Oh, that was the whole story. He no. Just, oh, sorry. You just interrupted me. No, but th- you sounded like you said next, like. <laughs> the next day. Oh. <laughs> the next day he got appendicitis and had to be rushed to hospital. He said all night he could hear footsteps around his campsite, despite not seeing any people or animals. In 2001, two friends called Ivan and Donnie went camping at the mountain. They said one of the first things they noticed was that it was silent. So there was no usual bird or insect chirp, noises. Chirp, chirp, chirp. Yep. Anyway, during the night, they heard heavy footsteps approach their camp. They opened up to see who or what was there and apparently just saw a big black mass coming towards them before yowie. disappearing in front of their eyes. No, 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 not a yowie. It's like, it was like, they described it as like a, a mass, cloud. like a cloud. Yeah. They packed up and left in the middle of the night because they were so scared. It's even said that just looking at the mountain can cause people to feel negative emotions like anxiety or rage. Tell you what. I've been feeling some rage tonight. I know. Imagine <laughs> you at Black Mountain. I'm so quick to rage. You are. It's like it's like my my most easily accessed emotion. Yeah, it's you, you're like a man. <laughs> <laughs> that comment makes me angry. <laughs> so, Auntie Marie Shipton, a cuckoo cull, young cool, cuckoo young cool woman has said that people don't respect the site and don't listen to the aboriginal people who warn them about the area she said quote for me it's a sacred site and no one is allowed to go to that area if they do they will get very very sick i feel bad about it they're heading straight into bad vibes there so obviously there are a heap of conspiracy theories floating around about black mountain i'm gonna i'm just gonna real quick google a a picture of this okay so i can get it in my mind's eye because at the moment what I'm picturing, I don't think. I think it ain't it. Imagine if you Googled a picture of it and you flew into a rage. <laughs> it looks beautiful. Yeah, I know. I, I thought that yeah. when I was like, wow, that is really pretty. Oh, it looks gorgeous. Okay. So I'm not saying 
I believe any of these theories, but I'm going to tell you them. Okay. But you believe that the people that are telling them are telling their truth. Well, I don't have like a lot of stories for these. These are just like sort of like a list of just random things that I've read in places. And some of them are out there. The first one, particularly mole people, mole people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. They're known as the outback moles. Oh, I love that. That's a good band name. <laughs> but every time I tried to Google Outback Moles, it kept bringing me... Um, like weevils or something? No, no, no. Oh. It kept telling me about... Who's those people who live in Central Australia and they live underground? Cooper Pedy. Cooper Pedy, yeah. Yeah. It kept just taking me to that. But yeah. I read somewhere that, like, um, some people think that people who have gone missing at the site have basically fallen through the crevices, fallen down through the ground but they're able to survive on rainwater and the bugs and stuff that are under there. And they've become like a weird mole society underneath Black Mountain. A la Futurama. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I guess now they, yeah, now they just, I don't know, every now and then. Oh, another Aboriginal um, Dreamtime story that I didn't say was that there was a cannibal that lived at Black Mountain and he was sent there by the his family or his clan exiled. or whatever. He was exiled there. Yeah. And then every now and then he would, like, come out and eat someone. Beast. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, mole people. Okay. Starting ne- off ridiculous. The next one. Yeah. The Queensland tiger. Okay. Less ridiculous, though. Yeah. Abs- because no. Abs- I mean, of course it is less ridiculous. <laughs> than mole people. Talking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly less ridiculous. <laughs> You know, on par. Um, so it's described as a large striped feline looking creature. And this description a tiger, yeah. is interestingly similar to that of the Thylacolio carnifex, which did used to live in that area, mm. but supposedly went extinct around 20,000 years ago. Like the Tassie tiger, but that went extinct way sooner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the Tassie tiger, except there's one in Queensland. Mm. Um, so 20,000 years ago, it supposedly went extinct, but there's this theory that people have seen that around that right. area. Okay. Which, you know, maybe maybe it didn't go completely extinct until like the 1800s or something. Yeah, that, that one doesn't fill me with rage, that that. Theory. Theory. man-made pyramid i don't have any other information about that That's i just it. yeah that it's that it's like a, a point of like the pyramid i don't want to shit on whoever made it <laughs> but it's a shit pyramid <laughs> yeah it's, it doesn't really it looks have, like a pile it doesn't really have a point no <laughs> slightly more ridiculous oh god portal to another dimension fuck off <laughs> Why? That's my crazy theories. That's all the crazy theories. But there's no, like, information about, like... No, no, no. I've got more stuff. I've got more story. I'm just telling you that's it for, like, the crazy theories. <laughs> so to add um, to the mystery surrounding the area, pilots have reported significant turbulence over the area. People have also reported that when helicopters fly over there, compasses go doolally. But this has been debunked. Oh. <laughs> so... Uh-oh. <laughs> So, like, people have flown over and been like, it's no, fine. it's fine. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. And I could I had, could not find a single pilot or, like, somebody who was, like, in the helicopter being like, yeah, I was flying over and my compass went weird. It was all people um, secondhand being like, you know, pilots say. <laughs> right. What they, what they did, what those people did is they read about the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. And then they tried to superimpose it onto this. Yeah. Pretty much. So people also report hearing banging and cracking noises and also wailing noises. But this is actually all normal. So 
the banging and cracking noises are really interesting. It's because there's that algae covering the surface of the rocks. So it cools and heats up very quickly uh-huh. out in the outback. And because it's like all black, yeah. it obviously like Retained, retains a lot yeah. of heat. So sometimes the boulders just make like really loud cracking and banging noises. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the wailing is like wind and stuff going through yeah. those tunnels. It, I mean, I know we can't climb it, but can we visit the base of it? I'm not sure. I don't think it's a good idea. Why? Well, they said that culturally, the, yeah. Okay, like they said at the base of the mountain, that's like a taboo place. Like you should okay, go we, there. We can drive. You can, we could near drive it. past it and look at it. You can see it from the road. Hmm. So we could go on a road trip and drive past it. Yeah, that's not a problem. I just don't plot think, it. Yeah, plot it. Plot that plot on, it on the, the map. map. Yep. So there's a geologist who I think he lives near the mountain, or he's got a particular interest in the mountain. Um, and he basically, he was talking about some of these crazier theories and he's like, yeah, it's fucking crazy. But he did say, I do think that there's something weird and something special about the mountain. Um, yeah, well, I mean, any place that has three species of anything that aren't found anywhere yeah, else. But he also talked about, I think he said that his son went to the mountain once and he told him not to, he knew he wasn't meant to. And I think it might've been his son that got appendicitis or his, his son went there and basically when he came back was like, I shouldn't have gone there. That wasn't a good idea. He said, I still have a belief that it's a very powerful place and I can see why some indigenous people hold it in deep fear and always in respect. He also said, I sort of have a rule that I do not upset the mountain. There is something very karmic about that mountain. You need to keep on its good side. The man of science saying this. Have you seen that map of the US and it shows all the mine shafts and yeah. all the people that have gone missing mm-hmm. and and they overlay it yeah and it's like it matches very well. Yeah, yeah. I I think what probably happens. The other thing that I didn't mention is that in some of these crevices, there's gases and things. So <laughs> it's if you fall down one of these crevices. You did. You mean you break your leg or whatever? It's like when you when you're walking across like ice um, fields and there's all these ice crevices and you fall down and you're dead. Yeah. And I always think about that. People that just fall down them and then just slide and slide and then land where? Where do they go? Where does just, the shoot go? Just like to, to the mole people? They join the mole people. I would love that. I would love if it, yeah. no, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. Sorry, I wouldn't want to join the mole people. I would love to find out that mole people existed. Exist. Yeah. Well, have you heard about the um, underground like tunnels in different countries and uh, different cities in Australia? Adelaide, I think, has them behind or... a toilet. Yeah. Did you see that TikTok as well? I don't have TikTok, but I saw it on Reels. Okay. Yeah. 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 Was that Adelaide? I think. Or it, was it Melbourne? No, I think it was Adelaide. Yeah, and he was yeah. like, this is another entrance. To- I thought it was a woman. I didn't have the sound on, obviously. I, yeah. that, that person had very feminine hands. <laughs> I might might not have had the sound on either. Yeah, and it was like a different entrance to... Yeah, it was, it was in a toilet block, right? And they Yes, yeah. it was in a public toilet. Yeah. And behind the it was public... The, it was the Adelaide catacombs, right? Yeah, that, yeah, I think so. But also, it, didn't really, it wasn't really catacombs because there was no dead... There was no skull. There was no bones. That we know of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, like imagine mm. if mole people live down there. Oh yeah. 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 And you have to like take them bread and stuff to pay them. Is that really? No, I think- no, no. Imagine. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I'm making my own law now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I like it. You, it's like paying the swoopy tax. You pay your mole tax. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so they don't pop up out of your toilet. Oi, oi. <laughs> Must pay the troll toll to get into this boy's soul. <laughs> 
Uh, anyway, so that is yeah, the story um, of Black Mountain. So if you're ever around the Cooktown area, don't go, don't there. go there, but drive past it. See if, you're filled, see if you're filled with Send rage. Send it through to us, like the people that are sending through um, the photos of where they go. Uh, are people? No. <laughs> when people do, though. <laughs> when people finally start doing that. Then you do it too. And we'll shout you out. Well, you said that about Nick, and he was very upset. I didn't say it about Nick. I no, didn't. you said that when when the hundredth follower hits, you're going to make a big deal about it. That's what he told me, and he would know. Yeah, I might have said that. <laughs> yeah, I do say stuff like that. Yeah. Look, my rule is if the Aboriginal people say that it's like a place to respect and fear, I'll respect and fear it. They should I know. Will, I'll respect them telling me not to go there. Yeah. Okay. So that is Black Mountain. Thank you. Now, I'm really excited to hear yours. So I'm not going to tell you until next week what mine is. No, you have to tell me tonight. No, I'll tell you tonight, but I'm not going to say it now. Right. So you have to listen in next week because I've got oh. a heavy hitter and a long one. Cliffhanger. Yeah. I need mm. to um, fill up my wine. All right. Okay. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. Please rate, review, subscribe, do all the stuff. And we Who- appreciate you. Yeah, and whoever gave us the low review, <laughs> tell us why. I... <laughs> I will fight. I will fight that person. No, don't say that because then they won't be honest. I want to know how we can improve. It's called constructive criticism. I don't want to hear it. Sarah wants to hear it. Isn't it Sarah? I know what they'll probably say. Annoying. Annoying. Like badly researched. Don't. Don't. I don't like your laugh or something. Yeah. Emma has a lisp. I know. (laughs) This like imaginary person is like giving us like a nut. They've probably given us like 4.5 stars or something, which is really good. (laughs) Uh, And probably listened. So we're not having a go. I still am. Emma is a little bit. Okay, bye.